the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll with your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian, is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian discuss current events from a biblical worldview, so we as believers can influence for good in our culture and in the public square. Here is Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Hello, Biblical Citizens. I'm glad that the sun has come out today. It's been raining a lot, but now it's sunny. Uh, As some of you know, my sister and brother-in-law live up in Coos Bay, Oregon. They are freedom lovers and activists, and we compare notes a lot about what's going on there in rural Oregon, and, and we compare with San Diego. My sister Gail and her husband Doug left California when they retired in 2018 in order to make a new start in a lower-cost, lower-crime, less-polluted area on the coast of Oregon in Coos Bay. But they found when they moved there, many of the same political problems that they thought were maybe worse in California, and we don't know if they are, but they're found there as well such as control by a monopolistic Democratic Party, corruption in government even down to the local level, the attempt to silence dissenting voices, and complacency or fear on the part of too many parents and citizens to do much about the problems. So our guest today, Mr. Rob Taylor, also of Coos Bay, do you live, or he may live in Bandon, we'll get to him. (laughs) Do you live in Bandon, Rob? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Which is nearby. But he's here to explain how he had a popular radio show about patriotic and conservative topics, but it was forcibly taken off the air because he exposed a certain local politician. So we're going to talk about the Republican Party in Oregon and maybe compare it to what's going on here. There, you know, some people think that it's more of a uniparty. it's been dominated by the Democrats for far too long up in Oregon. Um, so what can we learn here in, in San Diego? Because we got way too much of a one-party state, too. And how can we apply it? Welcome to our show today, Rob. How are you doing? And thank you for having me on. Yeah, it was really fun. We were on your show when we were up there. So this is really a treat to... Have you explained down here what's going on? Uh, so you've been watching the situation for a long time. You've been seeing the corruption and and some of the problems in our government. So what what when did you start looking at that? And you know your aha moment, kind of what set you on your path that you're doing now as a talk show host and a podcaster. Well, my activism um, started because of my uh, lack of faith in government and the lack of uh, faith in the things that they were telling us going back probably 30, 35 years to when I was in my early 20s. 
And so getting on the radio seven years ago as a co-host and then as a host of my own show, it just was a natural transition because I was able to explain a lot of the things I had found out over those several decades of investigating the government about the globalism, the communism, the infiltration of our government, the infiltration of both parties, the Democrats and the Republicans. So it was just a natural transition. So, Rob, you've been warning people, it sounds like, for quite a while about, among other things, the fake news media. So, But more specifically, tell us a little bit about the situation at your radio station and your encounter with a Republican state senator named David Brock Smith, I believe, Tell us what kind of just in summary form what happened there. Well, I've known David since he was a bartender in Port Orford, a town just south of us, and I watched his political career grow. In fact, I supported him and voted for him, put signs, uh, his political signs in my yard. I was a big uh, advocate of David Brock Smith's until about a couple of years ago when he started, uh, when he got into the House, he started compromising with the Democrats. And I mean, seriously compromising with a lot of bills that were coming out that were uh, de- deleterious to the rural Oregon lifestyle. And so I started watching that, and I was reporting on it. And then recently, BOEM, the Bureau of Energy, Ocean Energy Management, decided that they were going to lease several areas off of Coos, Count, Coos Bay and Brookings, another town south in Oregon. Uh, off the coast, they were going to rent leases for these huge array of windmills, and we're talking huge windmills, thousands and thousands of feet tall, huge wingspans on them, and uh, we were opposed to that. And uh, David Buck Smith had wrote a bill that he said would help stall the project. Well, I knew that David was lying because I read the bill and I watched that he was actually a supporter of green energy and the new Green Deal. In fact, he touts Biden, he touts the... Uh, windmill energy as something that's uh, very successful and that he supported. And I had known for years that uh, windmills do work in a, in a microcosm, but in a mi- macrocosm, you know, when it's a, a much larger array, they just don't work. The large windmills are just ineffective and very wasteful. Yeah, and not, not reliable. Not to mention right. kind of a scar on the face of the Oregon, yeah. beautiful Talk Oregon coastline. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, huge, ugly stuff. And so we did investigate uh, David Buck Smith, and it got even worse. We found out that his largest uh, contributor to his campaign was a man who was a Democrat, San Francisco Democrat, who made most of his billions of dollars. This guy was a billionaire, made most of his money from China, where, coincidentally, those windmills are made. And so Ah. we were looking into why he was getting all this money from this gentleman, and uh, so... I had David. I tried to get him on my show. He wouldn't come on my show. He, he, in fact, he made some really rude comments to me and hung up on me, which was weird because, like I said, we were friends. And so I knew something was up because he did not want to answer this question. Well, uh, the day I did the story that I was breaking the story on my radio show, Richard Brock Smith called in and he was angry. He was yelling at my producer. He was yelling at me saying I was blackmailing him to get on the show and I said, no, David, in fact, I gave you, uh, an, uh, I gave you an, an advance notice of what we were going to talk about so you can answer questions. Well, he demanded to come on the show and explain his side. And anyone who knows Senator David Brock Smith, instead of answering questions, what he does is he filibusters. 
and yeah. does everything but answer the question. So I had to, my producer had to pot him down, and I would have to basically shut him up so he would stop answering. So we could go back and reflect on some of the things he was saying because he was lying. And in fact, I called him a liar. And he even said, are you calling me a liar? And I go, yes, David, because you're lying about this bill. And he never did answer the question why he was getting so much money from this this Democrat billionaire from San Francisco, who, who also has a second home in Grants Pass, which when we start talking about voter fraud, I got a great story of that leads into that. But he complained to the David Brock Smith complained to the owner of the station and had that billionaire call in and threatened to sue the owner of the station. This is by Coastal Media. <gasps> really? And yes, that's and serious. So, hardball. Wow. This is a sitting senator who was supposed to be my friend. And, you know, he um so they canceled me. They literally, the, the owner said, well, we're canceling your contract. You've been canceled. I was literally uh, canceled by a Republican senator who's working with the Democrat Party. So if that tells you how corrupt both parties are, I don't know what could be a better example. Well, and I think this happens all too often is the Republican Party has a number of people that appear to be Republican in principle, but then they, they get elected and then they just hide all this the support they have from for the other side and what they're doing. And and we as voters we say, Oh well, we elected him, he's a Republican, we don't we can trust it. We can And money is and such we don't a have powerful to monitor driver. It, right? Yeah, right. and money, where the contributions, the old axiom, follow the money. Was there also a question, Rob, about this money, these this big donation he got? Was there also a question of how he spent that money? I was I was looking through some notes and I wasn't clear on that. Yes, that was the other thing. David Brock Smith was taking the money that he was getting from this billionaire and he was giving it to other like-minded Republicans to help them stay in office or or win the elections. And we're talking large donations to small rural uh, campaigns, campaigns where Republicans can't lose. I mean, like 60, 70 percent of the people out here are Republican. So these Republicans who are running, you don't even need to contribute to their campaign because they're, they're going to win no matter what. And so the fact that he, he was giving money to these other Republicans, and then you start looking at their voting record, what you were finding out was that most of these Republicans were Mitt Romney and, and uh, Cheney-type Republicans who were watered down, uh, had a bunch of their conservatism watered down by their votes. Oh, and man. so we think that that's what Tuttle was trying to do. And by the way, Tuttle gave money to Mitt Romney during the 2020 presidential campaign, if that tells you where this guy was going. So he was definitely, as a Democrat, trying to basically sully the Republican Party by putting in squishy Republicans. Oh, that is really interesting. It's something to be very aware of. We need to, I think everything we do, we encourage people, certainly absolutely vote and vote for the most conservative electable candidate you can. But it's so important. It's at least equally important as voting. You've got to hold these folks accountable, which is what you were doing. But more and more citizens need to do that as well. We need to hold these folks accountable because they're absolutely 
influenced by pressure, whether it be monetary pressure or whether it be people calling them up and calling them out. Because without applying the pressure, a lot of these people, like you say, I think squishy is probably a more one of the more favorable words. But let's just say they're squishy. And so one of the things that he voted to as well, I mean, there's the windmill issue, and we can get more into that, but but he denied or hid that he was voting for the issue that the Democrats had to have Oregon voters spend millions of dollars to put tampon machines in boys' bathrooms. Like, he, who would do that? And it I cost, mean, well, again, millions of dollars. Yeah. Yes, millions of dollars for wasted products because mo- most of the machines are vandalized and most of the product is stolen by boys who are just being boys and having fun with it because they think it's just as ridiculous as most of us. But you're right, David Brock Smith voted for the bill in 2021 that put boy- tampons in the boys' bathroom, and then he lied about it. Much worse than that, he's been voting for bills that have DEI and woke agenda and uh, critical race theory uh, in it. He's been voting. He voted for the Elliott Forest, which is a huge state forest out here, to turn it into a research forest where we lost over 400 jobs and billions of dollars because they are no longer harvesting the timber on the Elliott Forest. And that used to go to our common school funds here, and now that has dried up completely because of what David Brock Smith has done. Uh, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. So well, he should be the advocate, right? You guys are you guys meaning let's say the Republican Party, let's put it that way, is in a distinct minority, but if he's your local representative, he's gotta be the outspoken advocate, right? And here he is going along with the probably the bad guys from Portland. Hey, well, I'm here. I'm glad to hear that this vandalism is going because I heard about some boys in in Virginia that took the ripped the machines out of the bathroom and just did did destruction of them. <laughs> All right, Kathleen, and, are and, you supporting vandalism? Well, I mean, I wouldn't blame them, and th- that was a terrible bill in the first place. And yeah, they should somehow get the money back from the taxpayers. <laughs> it's just an and, affront. And remember- just. It's an affront to the to the poor boys. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold them responsible. I wouldn't blame them if I were the principals, let's say. But anyway, that's no. Actually, the boys are doing what boys should do, and they're doing what men should be doing in and not carrying out the tampon dispensary, but standing up against it when it's voted on. And I wish more men were doing what the boys were doing because the boys are just acting instinctively. But you got to remember, David Brock Smith was one of the senators of three senators who chose the Republican senators who chose not to walk out of the Senate to deny the Democrats a quorum because they wanted to pass a bill 2002, which allowed 13 year olds, 12 year old girls to get abortions and it all, without notifying the parents. And it also allowed transgender operations for young oh. children. And those were two bills that were you know, among another gun bill that we were fighting against. And eight, no, 10 senators, eight Republicans, two independents, walked out of the Salem Senate to deny a quorum to the Democrats. And David Brock Smith was one of the the Republicans who stayed behind. And eventually that led to them getting the quorum that they needed 
to pass those bills. So let's just wrapping up that, that part of the segment, what is the, so what's the latest on that? Is he still, he's still representing you and uh, what about your, what about your radio show? Tell us, do you have a, you have a podcast going right now? Yes, I have a podcast and I come on every Monday at three o'clock and you can catch me on rumble or YouTube on Rob Taylor report. And I report on everything that I'm telling you about and much, much more. And that's, once again, Rumble and YouTube at Rob Taylor Report. Is there a chance of getting him out of office, this Senator Smith? Well, we're working on that. We've got a great candidate. His name is Todd Vaughn. And that's what, you know, when when one door shuts, many other doors open up. And it's an amazing thing. I, I'm actually much happier with my podcast than I was with the radio show because now I can do what I, do what I want without being filtered or restrained by having to worry about the owner, the advertisers, or anyone else that I might offend because they can't cancel me on a podcast. Yeah. And that's a wonderful thing, and I get to do it when and where I want to do the podcast. The other thing that opened up is that there were people who contacted me who were just as upset with the Republicans, Republicans in the party who are upset with their own party because the establishment has sold us out. And so they wanted me to help them get candidates elected who are going to fight against the not only the, the communist Democrats, but against the Republican establishment who are capitulating with the communist Democrats. And so now we have got we have started creating political action committees. We have started uh, political organizations that will help facilitate really good Republicans getting into office. And and Todd Vaughn was one of the first ones that we picked up who is going to uh, is challenging David Brock Smith. And we are planning on one heck of a race right now. It's it's uh, we're fighting literally almost fighting in the streets because it's he is worried david buck smith is worried and our candidate is a really good candidate rob we're using this we're we're using this to encourage our listeners here in san diego county to do similar things and i want to put in a plug right now these march 5th elections if you are registered as a republican your central committee of the county of san diego will be completely decided in this march 5th primary so if you have not voted yet first of all vote and be sure you're voting it's different this year you're voting on the basis of supervisor districts and there's nine people you can vote for you want to vote for the nine best most conservative republicans to be on that republican central committee and if you want to know who to vote for and you don't know one thing you can do is contact north county conservatives Look it up, North County Conservatives, and we have a listing of preferred candidates in each of the five supervisor districts. So very important. Many of you won't know a lot of these names, so you probably need to get educated before you vote. But that's a very important vote, Republican Central Committee, because that decides which candidates get the endorsements. Yeah, and we want to hold their feet to the fire. And we know most of the, a lot of the people on the Central Committee, and and we encourage them up in Oregon as as well to get to know the the runners of the party but let's go to mail in ballots let's ballots talk about themselves. that a bit what's yeah. your view rob of what i think you guys are all mail in ballots in Oregon right but are you concerned how concerned are you about voter fraud and i think you said you even had a story about that yes well 
Oregon was one of the leaders in, in vote, um, vote by mail. And we back in the, uh, I think it was the late 90s, I wasn't here yet. The, it was an initiative that went on the ballot and the people approved vote by mail. At that time, we had had many different Republicans in major offices, the secretary of state, the governor, the attorney general. I mean, it was, you know, just like any other most other states where you have Republicans in those offices from time to time. Ever since we started doing mail in ballots, the Democrats have held every single major office since that law went into effect. And if that doesn't tell you that this is corrupt, I don't know what other example I can give you other than the fact that when we investigated David Brock Smith and investigated his top donor, Thomas Tuttle, what we found out is that Tuttle had voted. He's a Democrat registered active voter in San Francisco. He's also a registered active voter in uh, uh, Gold Beach, just south of Bandon here on the coast, as an independent and for the independent party. And anyone who doesn't know, the independent party is just a cover for the Democrats. It's just controlled opposition. And so he voted. This is a billionaire who voted in both the presidential primary in 2020 in California and the presidential primary here in Oregon in 2020. Yours was held in uh, March and ours was held in May. And he voted in both of those elections, which is, as far as I'm concerned, 100 percent illegal. But Oregon doesn't consider that illegal because it didn't happen on the same day. And what's even more terrifying is that crime. That's incredible. Yeah, Yeah. that is. We reported it to the secretary of state of California and to the secretary of state of Oregon. I wonder what they would have done if he would have voted Republican. Like, yeah, if he would have been, if he would have been a, uh, a a Donald Trump activist, he probably yeah. would have. The Attorney General of the State of Oregon would have probably been going after him. But yeah, he'd wow. be in jail today. That's right. a that's a whole different thing. But we do have a very distorted and legal way, system right there now. There is an article in the Epic Times. Look in the article in the Epic Times all about the voter fraud. It has both arguments, pro and con, about mail in ballots. But in our opinion, it would be better to have in-person voting with voter ID. But, so, but ID. folks, yeah. the great majority of voting, as you know, in California and in San Diego County is mail-in ballots. So That's we gotta not do a it. reason not to vote. If you right. don't vote, you make it all the easier. for the, the, They'd like nothing better. That really makes it easy if the Republicans just stay home. And the good thing is, here in San Diego County, you can we've we Kathleen, and I, Kathleen and I yeah. used to wait till election day but we actually voted by mail literally dropping it in the mailbox that's the first time we'd ever done not that. in the drop-off and box. within two days not in the drop-off box and within two days we got an email back that our vote had been received and counted now that's not you can always say well who knows if they counted it correctly and all that but at least you can verify it has been received it has been counted that means Someone else can't go in later in the cycle and vote in your name. Can you do that in Oregon, Rob? Track your vote? You certainly can. Yes, you can. And uh, the thing is, is now we're trying to use the weapons that they've been using against us, against them. We used to wait until Election Day to vote. Now we're telling people to vote as soon as you get the ballot so the party can see who voted and who didn't vote. 
So we can go out and literally harvest those ballots from people who haven't voted ah, yeah. them and get them to vote. And we're just, you know, we, we don't like ballot harvesting, but it's legal and it's legal in Oregon. And we're going to use everything to our advantage to win. And that's why we need people voting. In fact, people who think we shouldn't vote because of vote fraud is completely wrong. We have to vote because of vote fraud. Right. Because they're winning by the percentages. It's like the casino. When you walk into a casino, the casino has one to two percent advantage over anyone who puts their cards on the table. And if you can take that advantage away from the casino by overwhelming them with votes, then you can actually start swaying some of these elections. Now, yeah, absolutely that- right. Now, I think as conservatives, you know, one way we for sure get rid of ballot harvesting in the future out ballot harvest them then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden yeah. all of a sudden the bad guys would become very concerned about ballot harvesting <laughs> yeah. now, and you but, notice they did when it happened in a democrat city where they caught a democrat ballot harvesting against another democrat all of a sudden it was important oh wow hey well this has been very educational unfortunately our time's running out but I just want to tell you that Gail and Doug have, are so appreciative to you for for rallying them to get involved in the uh, in the fight there, and you know they they were encouraged by you and your radio show to get active to start going to Citizens Restoring Liberty, and so yeah, our voices matter. Our 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 voices wherever we are. I'm, or I'm motivated. We speak. <laughs> I'm motivated by Rob, and he's hundreds yeah. and hundreds of miles away. So, Rob, thanks so much. Uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again, both on our show and maybe on your show. And uh, it's been a great interview. Thank you. Good and good ideas for us down here. Thank you. Thank you. You all have a good day. Right. Thanks so much, listeners, too, for uh, being with us to listening us today. To bless your neighbor, work on the local level here in San Diego to help root out corruption, vote, elect good leaders, as I mentioned, pay attention to things like judges and Central Republican Central Committee. Pray for Rob Taylor up in Oregon that he'll be guarded in his truth-telling and justice will be done across the land. Biblical citizens, let's roll! Join us next Saturday at noon for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, seek to educate and activate Christians at a grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover another major news happening from the view of the Biblical Citizen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com